Welcome to the Leadership in Yoga podcast hosted by me, Shauna Kruger. And on this podcast, I'll be bringing you interviews with exceptional leaders in the yoga world alongside trainings and tips so you can experience true breakthroughs and help others do the same. Leadership in Yoga, welcome back to another episode. And today I have Julia Izquierdo here with me. And Julia is a yoga teacher, holistic health coach, and content creator based in Miami. And What I have enjoyed from following you, Julia, is that not only do you share your very beautiful physical yoga practice, but you also share so much about nutrition and just wellness in general. Definitely been a couple of things that I have uh, implemented and picked up from you personally, from food to just other, other topics in general. And so what you share just really makes me feel refreshed, just <laughs> literally just looking at it. And so it's it's going to be fun to just hear from you firsthand. We have not chatted before today besides via message. So if you're tuning in, you know, you're really hearing our first conversation and the whole premise of the interviews that I do on this podcast are really essentially coffee chats. So I think that there's so much value that you can gain from reaching out to people who are doing things that inspire you and and asking to have a conversation with them. And so, you know, there's not obviously endless amount of time in the world. So my hope is that for those of you tuning in, that, uh, you know, I asked for the coffee chat and you get to tune in and listen. So I hope that you'll, you know, get the same value out of this conversation as if you were here yourself. So without further ado, uh, welcome, Julia. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And this is my first podcast ever. So I'm very nervous, but also excited. Perfect. Yeah. And that's, that's great. We're, we're going to talk a lot about confidence, right. And, and also Mm -hmm. touch on things like imposter syndrome, and we're going to touch on so many different things. If you're tuning in, you know, just to kind of give you an idea of, we're going to hear a little bit about the backstory and background of uh, Julia's personal journey, but also uh, we'll move from the yoga over to kind of the wellness uh, sense and the nutrition and how that came to play such a big role and, and what she offers to the world. And, other topics that we'll we'll talk about are things like going all in and being a wellness professional and anxiety and leadership in general. So quite a big list of just kind of random questions and things that I'm excited to chat about. And just to give you all an idea of how Julia and I got connected, I think Julia, you were one of the Instagram yogis that I ended up finding back in, I don't know, 2021, sometime mid-pandemic when I was just getting so inspired by everyone's practice and seeing what everyone is up to. So it's been really cool to watch and follow your journey and in a sense feel kind of like I know you and like we've been in touch um, over the past couple of years. So that is how we <laughs> that is how we got connected. And I guess the what I wanted to start off by asking you is just what you were up to. And I know that's a super in, open-ended question, but I get a general sense of it from from what you share, but I'd love to hear it from you, just what you're most excited about that that you're working on right now. It could be a project, teaching, um, really anything at all. Yeah, I have a lot going on. So I'm like the kind of person that I can't focus on one project at a time. <laughs> but yeah, I started posting on Instagram yoga content during COVID. I guess that's when we connected and I had graduated at that time. But right now, I basically quit my job over a year ago to just do my own thing. And I'm teaching yoga. I'm also now a certified holistic health coach. And I also do 
freelance social media management. And in addition to just creating my own content all the time. So it's a lot of different things going on, but that's how I like it. Yeah. So you also quit your job over a year ago. I share a similar story to that. What did you do before? I actually don't know if I know. I So I went to the University of Florida and studied their multimedia production. And then I started working at a branding agency in 2020, I believe, or 2021. And I had interned there before, but I worked there for a year and a half or two years or so. But this was a top rated branding agency with big brands. And my goal had always been to just work for myself. I mm-hmm. I really value freedom. That's my number one value yes. in life. Um, so that had always been my goal. And yeah, I finally took the jump. And how long have you been teaching? I've been teaching now for four years. I did my certification in 2018 while I was still in college and started teaching like towards the end of 2018, 2019. And then, so how did you get your start? Did you intend to teach or you just kind of fell in love with the practice and then ended up teaching? Yeah, I would say it was all pretty organic the way that it happened. I I always loved yoga. Like my first yoga class was with my mom and her best friend when I don't even know, I was probably like 13 or something. Mm-hmm. And Same. I would <laughs> and I would go to classes like sporadically and I always really enjoyed it. I I also did cheerleading and dance, so I always liked acrobatic type of movement. And then I gradually just started practicing more and more once or twice a week in high school. I actually had an ex-boyfriend whose mom was a yoga teacher. So I like joke that he came into my life for that for reason. That reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we would like go to her yoga classes. And then, yeah, same kind of thing throughout college. I was practicing more and more. There was a studio that I really liked in Gainesville. And then I like always wanted to do a certification, but I was never, oh, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. This is my goal in life. But, um, and then finally, it just so happened that there was a program at at my school at UF. It was a private organization, but it was at the school. So it was really convenient and I had a semester off. So it was like the perfect opportunity to just do my teacher training. And I didn't feel ready until I felt ready. It wasn't something that I was planning for at all. It was suddenly, okay, like now's the time that I'm going to do this. Um, And going through the training, I knew I wanted to teach already. There was like some people in the training who are, you know, just doing it for the experience. But I knew that I wanted to teach at that point because I just had so much passion for the practice. Yeah, I think very similarly, I also you know, knew going into my teacher training that I wanted to teach, which isn't everyone, but I think when you know, you kind of know. So it's cool to hear that that was how it was for you. Do you remember if there was a moment that really inspired you? Because I know you, you talked a little bit about when you started to practice yoga, but I'm also curious in, in terms of how you now share all of your practice online, like what kind of sparked you to start teaching online. I mean, even if, and and again, I don't mean to say that you're teaching solely online, but 
in the way that you provide content and value like you are you know you are teaching and influencing people and so was there something that sparked your or inspired you to do that right so i think even like when i went through my training i never imagined that i would want to be like a yoga influencer and i would be creating content like that was never a goal for me at all um i simply just wanted to practice yoga and i wanted to teach um and then COVID happened. So I graduated in 2020, peak COVID. I was having a hard time finding a job. I was super bored living at home with my parents, moved back home. And I always loved consuming content from other yoga teachers online. And I found a lot of inspiration through that. Talia Sutra was like my number one person yeah, I that I would follow. Like I was obsessed with her. For so long and then yeah during I think once I graduated college I kind of had this realization of like oh shit now I have to provide for myself and figure out what I'm going to do with my life and I really don't want to work a nine-to-five job and like sit at a desk all day and I love yoga and I would love to do it in a way that's sustainable But Mm -hmm. as you know, it's hard to make a full-time living teaching yoga classes, uh, however many, like 20 classes a week that you would need to to teach just to like provide for yourself. Um, So I figured the best route was to post on social media and that would maybe help me make a little bit of income on the side and give me the opportunity to do what I actually enjoy doing. So that was my inspiration for posting online. Yeah. Yeah. You start getting creative and thinking, okay, all the different ways that you can share this practice that has so much value in a way that, you know, adds so much value that you get more in return, I think. And that was sort of my journey as well. I know we don't do the same things, but it's neat to hear how you've made it work. And what do you feel like out of out of everything that you're doing right now, what do you enjoy the most? What's kind of the part that lights you up, I guess? I would say that it changes a lot. Um, Sure. Like last year during this time, my number one priority was probably posting content online, trying to post every single day just to try and get as much exposure as I can. But now I've been really, really craving community like and connecting in real life. So I've been going to a lot more yoga classes Um, reaching out to studios and just really trying to create that community. But that's been something I've really been enjoying. Absolutely. I feel like I went through that same exact thing and I started taking myself kind of on this little studio tour. I was feeling just kind of things were kind of stagnant, you know, for me. And I wasn't feeling like it was aligned so much for me to be posting online. I've always felt kind of a little bit left behind I don't really know exactly what's going on in social and you have definitely got it figured out more than I have, but I realized you're always going to feel behind on something if it's not what's the right fit for you. And so I kind of started searching and also just turned to taking studio classes and turned to community and, and trying to find that locally here. And it's been, it's been really nice. So I, I agree. I think right. that that's, that's also kind of one of the things I'm most excited about right now as well. And you and Miami have quite a quite a uh, yoga culture and oh, yeah. <laughs> quite a few options to go to. Yeah, I like that you mentioned that because that's also the thing about social media is when 
and social media and especially posting yoga content in general it can be like so consuming that it takes away from your actual personal practice and you you lose like that foundation it's really easy to like get lost in it Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think it's really important to just disconnect sometimes practice with people in person you know feel that like energy in that community and and that's really grounding for sure how do you feel like you stay connected to your personal practice especially you know creating the content that you do and and in teaching like you are I mean how do you is it just is it mostly studios or do you have a home practice as well yes I love my self-practice um I definitely make it a point to not film every time that I practice so I distinguish between if I'm filming for social media or if I if I'm just practicing just for the sake of practicing and I'm I'm not recording at all so I think it's really important to have that space um and also just I I'm always reading different books and trying to stay educated and and you know keep evolving my own personal practice so then I can best you know give to others as well absolutely I have one of a question just in, you know, you mentioned that you studied as well and, you know, you graduated with a degree. Were you ever hit with when you told people that you were going to do this full time? Were you hit with the sort of like, really, you're going to do that? Or like you're, you have this education and you're going to be a yoga teacher or did you find that people were actually really supportive of the decision? I would say it's a mix. Um, I think like people have always underestimated me like no one ever thought that I was gonna be super successful in whatever ex career but I mean definitely like when I quit my job when I quit my job at the branding agency he my my boss would he would joke like oh Julia's gonna go find herself and go on like a yoga retreat or something (laughs) but I like (laughs) I was like actually yes I am (laughs) um but I mean people I don't really like take it personally like I said like my goal was always to work for myself like I really value freedom of my time and my energy and so I feel like if people are judging that or for whatever reason, like they're probably just jealous. They probably don't don't like their nine to five job and like they wish that they could do that. But yeah, a lot of people are scared to like actually take that jump. Did you worry about people judging you? I mean, and also do you, I guess, because I think that it's one thing standing in front of a room of people. And that is also for me, that's actually where I feel like I've felt more in touch (laughs) for better or worse word in with potential judgments that people or students may have of me and my teaching style but on social media you are opened up to basically the wild wild west of different opinions and comments like do you feel like you did worry about people judging you or do you still I think I worry more about people judging me in real life (laughs) Just because they tend to, like, misjudge me. And like I said, like, they just underestimate me. But I think I am I do a good job of actually sharing authentically on social media that I don't really get caught up in people judging me. I mean, on, on TikTok, sometimes, yes, just because, you know, people are very critical on there. But it's more so of, like, 
I don't want to say the wrong thing or I don't want to say something that's incorrect or not factual. That's what I worry about. But I don't worry about people judging me just for the sake of like expressing myself. Mm -hmm. I really think that we judge others to the extent that we judge ourselves, right? So whenever I find myself judging someone, it's usually during a time where I don't feel good about myself. Yeah. (laughs) And then on that same kind of note, I think we only care about people judging us when we are judging ourselves or when we're not, we don't feel fully confident in what we're putting out there. Yeah. And I think like I've gotten to a good place where I know what I have to offer that, Mm -hmm. like I said, if anyone is judging me, I really feel like it's coming from a place of insecurity from them. And I just don't really take it personally. Yeah. I subscribe to the same sort of thought. I think that one of my favorite phrases, I don't even know where I heard this first. If you can spot it, you've got it. So, I mean, if you're pointing out (laughs) the imperfections and in someone or poking holes in what someone else is doing, it's probably there's some part of you that's judging yourself in that same way. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, maybe like looking, okay, can I see more of the beauty at least in the situation or in at least, you know, this person's effort to show up. But I think uh, similarly to you, it's easier, interestingly, for me to show up online than it is sometimes in person. I get more joy out of the in-person interactions, but online is, it feels like lower stakes because I guess you just are able to process beforehand what you're going to put out there. And I feel like that happens so much quicker in a in-person sort of teaching event. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, that's just my thoughts. So it's interesting to hear that it's uh, similar for you, you know, and, and seeing you from the outside, I sense in, in just your online presence, you're someone who has gone all in. You have committed to this thing and you've just gone after it. And that's really cool to see. I think that we're so much more effective when we're able to do that. So I was curious if you had any tips, you know, for other teachers and maybe people listening, if you're not going to be a yoga teacher, or you don't have interest in that, but still tips for going all in on something like turning it from an idea that seems kind of impossible to something that ends up being entirely tangible? I think that it needs to feel like a full body yes when Mm -hmm. especially like when you're sharing so much. If I had started posting yoga content a year before I did, it would have been completely inauthentic because just I like wasn't ready for that. And I don't know, I just got to a point where I was like, I want to do this. And it was, I was 100% confident in that. Or, you know, not always, you're not always going to be 100% confident, but it takes time to like get to that point where you feel like you have the knowledge and just the self-worth. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's not something that you can force, but I think just dedicating yourself. I've always been very just driven and like goal oriented and and a dreamer. So that's kind of what drives me. But those things take time, I think. And so it's really important to just find what it is that you love and what you're aligned with before you take that jump, because otherwise you're just like throwing darts at random things and you know seeing what sticks and that's not really my approach that makes sense 
Yeah, completely. And I like too that, you know, I, I think a lot of us, we get so critical and say, oh, I wish I would have started this sooner. Like if only I would have like pushed myself to do this sooner. But I like that you recognize it and say, okay, I wasn't necessarily ready in that moment, but I took the steps to prepare myself and to allow myself to be comfortable in, in putting myself out there in that way. I think that that's really nice. You know, it's refreshing instead of just always focusing on the like, oh, I wish I would have done it earlier or those yeah. kind of stories that we can get caught up in. I actually, I remember that I actually did start an Instagram when I was in college that was like health and wellness <laughs> and yoga. And I think I ended up deleting it. Like probably if I would look back now, I would say like, what even is this? Like I had no idea because I didn't know what I was saying. Like I didn't have like the background knowledge and the experiences that I have now that, you know, provide that foundation for, for my content. Do you have any other tips on just trusting the process? Because I think a lot of it, you know, overcoming the imposter syndrome is obviously, like you said, having the knowledge base and building that. And that's one of the, the main things that we do have control over. But then once we build that base, like how then have you found yourself able to face any sort of imposter syndrome and just being a newer teacher that might come out? Yeah, definitely. I think there it ebbs and flows so much. And that's just that's just life. Like you're going to have imposter syndrome, no matter what level that you get to, there's always going to be those thoughts like in the back of your head and you're going to doubt yourself. Um, but yeah, just keeping the faith is so important. Like recently I like, I'll admit I have not been the most confident version of myself lately, like in the past couple of months at all. Um, I've been getting a lot of no's and it's been yeah. really disheartening um but I think like what I've realized is that the more that you put yourself out there you're inevitably gonna get more and more no's but then eventually like you get a yes and Mm -hmm. those opportunities do come so that's just something that that's inevitable and you just have to keep keep the faith like I'm telling you, I've gotten so many no's. I've reached out to studios lately that they just don't even give me the time of day for whatever yep. reason. Like, even though like I do, I have a strong practice and mm-hmm. I've been teaching for four years and it's been really hard, but I just had to keep telling myself that something better is on the horizon. Like something yes. better is coming. It's okay. Yeah. And just keeping that faith, which is really hard at times. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's been really difficult. But I have had some, like, amazing opportunities, too. So just, like, coming back to gratitude and trying to appreciate all the things that are going right and focusing on that because, you know, I do believe that your beliefs are going to shape your reality. So if you are not believing in yourself no one else is going to believe in you. I believe it as well. I think that ultimately, you know, like you mentioned, if we don't believe in ourselves fully, it's going to be hard for us to expect other people to to do that. If we're not subscribed or, yeah, subscribe to ourselves, it's hard for us to kind of expect others to do the same. But um, I love that you share about getting no's because I try to do that as well. You know, I get my fair share. I get plenty, plenty of no's. And I think the only way that you can really fail is by letting those no's deter you, you know, and it's just like case after case of 
people um, you can look up famous authors that now they're huge international successes and yet sometimes they have five years where their books were were they received no's you know for their for what they had written and so um, I think that staying consistent is is just key and I wanted to ask you actually about that because it is really cool when I see people like you who are able to you show up so consistently for people and you show up for yourself as well and continuing to work on your projects but what behind the scenes supports that and so I'm thinking kind of is it like self-care is it self-practice I mean how do you how do you stay strong you know in those moments where it's go shit you know things are things are we're going through a rough patch right now we're in a low like how do you how do you stay strong in those moments yeah I'm happy that it comes across that way because I don't (laughs) sometimes I don't feel like I'm very consistent but I'm definitely like the kind of person I don't know if you're into human design at all but I'm a projector Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) I'm a projector so I have I'm pretty low energy and like introverted just naturally um but I always try to push myself out of that Mm -hmm. I definitely do need time to just be with myself and A lot of the time, that's what I do. Like my nighttime routine is really important to me. That's when I like meditate and just go inwards and kind of recharge my batteries. And if I didn't have that, I would not be able to show up. That's for sure. So I think filling your cup first is really important. And that's the only way that you can then show up for others. And I know that you've mentioned and shared a couple of times too how your personal practice and just the changes that you've made, whether those are wellness changes in general, lifestyle changes, um, nutritional changes have impacted everything from, you know, hormonal acne, which I also really struggled with, still do to some extent, um, and anxiety. And so I was curious, like, if you would be willing to share at all kind of what your journey was um, in terms of taking those steps to kind of fill your own cup before, you know, and not before necessarily, but at the same time as you're inevitably showing up for other people and helping them uh, with their practice as well. I think health and spirituality are one and the same. And it was in college that I started dealing with hormonal acne. And that just weighs on your self-esteem so much. Totally. Um, I decided to then go on another birth control pill to then, you know, quotations, heal my acne or make it go away. And that's what I did. Um, And then it was fine for a couple of years. And then I started to just feel really disconnected from myself, my emotions. And I knew that it was just masking the problem and that I eventually wanted to come off of it and just heal my hormones naturally. So I did that about a year ago, and it's been a whole journey, but I'm finally, you know, every month it's getting better and better, and I'm feeling more like myself, and that was just the best decision that I could make for me. I think, you know, birth control serves its purpose, and it's a personal decision for everyone, but that was kind of the driver for me taking charge of my health and then becoming so passionate about holistic health in general and yeah eventually started posting on tiktok health and wellness content 
And then I did my holistic health coaching certification with IIN, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. That was about a year ago. And now I'm just starting to get into health coaching. Those decisions that we make that kind of set the tone for a whole bunch of other small decisions, sometimes small, sometimes big to Mm -hmm. kind of stack on top of that. I feel like very similarly, you know, I had known for a while I had an IUD at the time and I had kind of like had this, this deep down gut feeling that it was causing the acne that I was experiencing. And it just felt like something I needed to address, but it was hard to address at the time. And then, you know, sure enough, about like a year ago, almost exactly, I took it out and it's just been an entirely different world. And so I think it's kind of a things with your health in general. Um, as you mentioned, I love that you say that it's one with spirituality. I think that that is a really, really accurate statement and also reminds us of how much like we have to trust our gut, you know, and looking out for ourselves, and not necessarily following, you know, what someone else says to do, but kind of when you have that whisper of a change that you feel like deep down you should make, um, look into how you can make that change. Um, look in how, into how you can do that for yourself. I think that's a really, really powerful lesson. So I wanted to ask you, um, this is a little bit less yoga teacher or health or wellness related, but in general, I think it's kind of a fun question to ask people, what are some of the biggest synchronicities or like synchronicities in general that you have experienced? If you can think of any, any that come to mind. Like you mentioned, I think everything that I've experienced has led me to this point Mm -hmm. now, like looking back, I don't know if, I guess you could call those synchronicities, but, um, just like I said, I like something that happened recently, like I've been getting so many no's and it was really discouraging, but I just kept putting myself out there and I went to a studio recently and I really, really loved it. So I, you know, I went up to the owner after the class, Hey, you guys hiring. And she basically hired me like right there (laughs) not, not teaching yet, but at least, you know, I'm just trying to get involved and, um, be in community like that. But, and then she asked me to work at this event that was last weekend with, with DJ Drez, who is one of my favorite artists, one of my top Spotify artists for like years. So that was just really cool, like full circle experience for me. I got to go and like do some content for them and meet him and, and do yoga with, to his beats. And that was just really cool. And yeah, I've also just in like the past year, I've gotten to practice in person with people that I've met online and even just like this podcast now I feel like everything is just full circle and making these connections with people that I never would have expected Mm -hmm. it's just really cool yeah absolutely I love that you got to meet um DJ Drez that's his name right I can picture I can picture a couple of the album covers of songs I know that I almost always include on yoga playlists. Mm-hmm. So I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, that's a really cool story. I like that. And I feel like that's a good sign for all the things that are to come for you. So yeah. hoping that that is a dose of really positive momentum for you. Okay, so our wrap up question, and this is also a question that I always ask to everyone, and it's the billboard message question. So 
essentially the idea is if you were to have a billboard and everyone in the world was going to see it, I know it's like very high pressure, (laughs) high pressure. Um, Everyone is going to see this billboard. What would you put on it? Uh, It can be a message, a mantra that you live by. It could be just something that you wanted to say or you're passionate about that we didn't even touch on today. Kind of anything that comes into your mind. The first thing, honestly, that came to my mind were random Ram Dass quotes, which is like <laughs> Love super, Ram Dass. super cliche. I'm like, I should not say that. But um, I would think it's like what I have on my website, which is just, you know, my mission, which is just to help people to align with themselves. And I think I say to to be the most vibrant and healthy version of yourself is really okay. my goal. And whether that be through actually like providing information or just inspiring people to do what they love and not just do what society tells you. And yeah, I hope to just inspire people that you can do anything now, especially with the power of social media. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And there's only good things that will come of that. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. Well, this has been really nice getting to chat with you and getting to know you. And um, where can people find you? You know, where can they practice with you? If you want to shout out any social media, any like upcoming projects or anything at all. (laughs) Yeah, I post a lot on TikTok and my TikTok is Julia IZ Health. Julia is health. I'm on Instagram. Julia is yoga and also Julia is health. I have those two separate accounts. Um, And I'm also doing health coaching now. So if you like, you can apply on my website and we can work together. Beautiful. And yeah, I think that's all we have for you. So to those of you tuning in, thank you for making it all the way to the end of the episode, sending you a big virtual hug and we'll see you in the next episode. Ciao, ciao.